0: What up nerds and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. I am your not-host, Casey Crawford, because Adam Sheehan isn't here and I like breaking the rules. With me on today's episode is the, some of the usual voices on the show, Sean Petit, what up? And RJ Bite. KO. Uh, today's top story is Wind number no. 10 by James the IV and Michael Dialinus. Uh, just as a heads up, this is a spoiler heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's comics, we're going to spoil those for you. Uh, so we're going to put some timestamps in the episode description uh, so you can skip anything that you need to skip. Uh, yeah, I think I did that out of order, but I think I did that.
1: You so. you you checked all the boxes. <laughs> we got checked, was, I did
0: all the things. I did that all. That was pretty good things.
1: hosting for uh, not hosts. So yeah, I'm, I'm impressed.
0: Yeah, you know, my 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 neurodivergent, uh, you know, anxious just, ass managed. to... I just listened to it. What is, what is this? 87 episode 87, 88, something uh, like that. Something like that. Uh, yeah, I've just listened to it that many times that it, I can overcome my fear of public yeah. speaking. Yeah, you just
1: borrowed some of my neuro typicalness for yeah. like 32 <laughs> seconds and then it was just gone <laughs> but it was great you nailed it well, yeah
2: it's it good about it lasted
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah is this what this is what serotonin feels like
1: yeah it's, it's awesome you should try it sometime
0: <laughs> I've, it was nice so i harnessed the power for a uh. minute um, but yeah, yeah, as you guys can tell, uh, Adam is not here. He is still at the beach as of right now. He is Stick- coming back just yeah. in time to edit this episode for us and listen yeah. to our bullshit. So he still has to put up with us in some Spent way. Spent a
1: whole week filling up comic boxes full of sand. So, so. much I mean, fucking sand. The once
2: <laughs> annual, you know, he looks forward yeah.
1: to it so much. Dude, yeah. He's got to <laughs> fill so many comic... He's got so many boxes he's got to fill. <laughs> You don't want to go light, so he took them all week.
0: I like that specifically boxes. Like we've we've graduated from putting co- uh, sand in comics to putting yeah. Sand he just in brings boxes.
1: all of his short boxes down and, and just, just dumps them right in. Give him a just, little salt bag. Yeah, bay dumps it on- right in. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they like shakes it up a bit and then goes another
2: layer, so it really settles in. You Ooh, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, really gets in there. They, they get stopped a hermit him. Crab. Yeah. They oh, stopped perfect. and they were like, Sir, you can't take that much beach with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to leave some for everybody else. Sir. So. It's like Carmen. He tried to Carmen San Diego the beach and do his comic books.
0: <laughs> it's a guy from Preacher who had to count every grain of sand, oh, but it's just no. oh, Adam man. hoarding it instead. Brutal. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, a bit of a confession. We were actually going to take this week off because we're lazy people at heart. Um, but we had one... Slash vacation. Well, uh, you know, a break. Uh, <laughs>
1: 70-30. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, we had we had one eager fan who was really disappointed uh, that we were going to skip this week because there were some books that they really wanted to talk about. Um, and uh, yeah, they reached out to us. So shout out to that fan. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, this I'm is for just, you. We listen,
1: so you should... Yeah. Sh- Talk to us. Come, 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 come don't our,
0: threaten them immediately. That's Come,
1: come to our Discord. Look how easily we we're given to demands.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are not strong people, guys.
0: Honestly, yeah. To slide into the DMs, we will yeah. probably talk about any comic we, that you want us will to talk podcast
2: about. Podcast for your amusement. <laughs> yeah. that's
0: literally what podcasts are. <laughs> we will be, we yeah, will be your jesters. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, how was y'all's week? Slash two weeks, because we missed one. It's going great, so I had to do a pocket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Turns out I fucking hate this. Yeah, I, I was on break, I and I was
1: just, like, chilling. I was like, oh, I have shit to do now. Fuck, all right. <laughs> Forgot. No, it's yeah, been good. Yeah. Uh, nothing to complain about. You know, just still doing that COVID thing. Just, just keep it on, keep it on. Just chilling in my house, <laughs> and then reading comics, and then talking about comics, rinse and repeat. <laughs>
2: oh boy!
1: never ending well, cycle yeah one of these days i'll be able to go back outside but it's not today
0: yeah not today is not one of those days mm-hmm. yeah i've it's been okay, i've though. been doing movies that's been like movies and bars that that check vax cards are like my two mm. like feeling like a normal human and i know movies yeah. is a bit of a risk because i i'm certain that no one else in the theater is wearing their mask the whole time but i just have to feel something <laughs> sure sure even if, <laughs> even if it's danger, even if it's danger,
2: yeah, that'll get get the that one going. guy who's just like coughing in the corner of the movie theater who's like, I'm gambling with my life here.
0: Yep. When I saw Zola, there was it was like pretty empty because it was like the Bourse or whatever, like it was like a really small indie theater, and um, it was just there with my one buddy, and then like a group of five people walked in and they sat down directly behind us, and it's like, bro, well, we got to move. <laughs> just <laughs> but no, sit over but then, there. Me and my friend are too anxious to just get up and move because it's clearly, we're just moving because of them. So then it was just like, I guess we'll just die. There's there's (laughs) there's (laughs) There's
2: those people that are, you know, uh, intelligently buying the seat next to them to have an open space, but you should just buy the square.
0: I, yeah. I did that yep. I did that on accident actually. <laughs> just like twenty other seats, <laughs> just created. This is my
1: safe zone. This is the only way I can enjoy this movie. It's gonna cost me hundred and fifty bucks, but it's <laughs> fucking
0: worth it. Oh man, it's gonna cost so much more than that. Uh, yeah, I accidentally did that when I went to see Shang Chi because my uh, my boyfriend was gonna come, but then that was the same week that everything <sighs> flooded. Um, Dude, so I was, driving,
1: I was driving home during that. Oh, Oh, man. That shit was crazy.
0: Uh, It was the day after, so it was just like when people were swimming in 676 at the Vine Street Expressway. And getting
1: all the diseases.
0: But because of that, lifts were like... $30, $40, $30, $40, and he's like, yeah, I wanted to see this movie. I do not want to see it that much. And I was like, that's oh, fair. And yeah. then I got to have an extra seat next to me. And they like, oh, yeah, a little that, buffer. I'm glad I paid double price for a, for a COVID It needs to find buffer. its way
1: to streaming service, because I really want to see it. Yo,
0: it's so good. Like, that's it's honestly nothing but
1: good things. So but... my,
0: my, my spoiler-free review of Shang-Chi is that it is a kung fu movie that has some Marvel shit in it, Dude, which is exactly all... what I... you need. If it wasn't that, I'd be pretty mad. Exactly. That's I was really expecting it to be the other way around, but yeah, yeah like, cause... the third act gets very CGI and very marvel but, like, up That's until fine. then, you're just... Yeah, exactly. You're like, fine, sure, why not? i it's how big in. Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That's one of them I really wanted to see. I think but... I
0: like it, like, honestly, as much as I like Black Panther. Like, that, it's that level. Yeah. Like, yeah, so... Could it could be one know. of
1: those, like... Yeah, I don't know if the... The missus is ready. I don't think we could do a movie yet. Yeah, that's we're fair we we're not there yet.
0: Yes, I I get it. And I, yeah, I it wouldn't sucks, I though. wouldn't force anyone into it that doesn't want to, but Cuz I didn't know. go
1: much, but like that's one of those ones I would have been there like opening weekend for oh, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no I did I it opening
0: night. It was it felt yeah. a little bit akin to normalcy. Yeah, I'm sure. I
1: that didn't was do it awesome. with the
0: whole crew, but it was, you know, was, still uh, nice to be
1: there, part yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully uh, it rolls to like Disney Plus like relatively fast.
0: Yeah, hopefully. So Um, I can watch it Yeah and then uh, Tomorrow Not tomorrow Day after tomorrow I'm going to see uh, Prisoners of Ghostland Oh So that's Yeah Nicolas Cage film So Thought we were
1: talking about That classic Jake Gyllenhaal film
0: What prisoners Oh just prisoners Oh god The day after No the
1: day after tomorrow
0: No (laughs) (laughs) None of those are right All of them are wrong (laughs) Oh, Oh Fuck I missed you guys. We still have the group chat going. That's like so like this kind of nonsense is just nonstop in the group chat, but it's a different vibe when it's like in person. Yeah, text V, tux, v- you can be. Vis- vis- vis-
1: yeah, Zoom. you lose a lot of the uh sarcasm via text. <laughs> it's all delivery.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's that's like ninety percent of where I'm funny, otherwise I just sound like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Without the deliver, I'm just a I dick. I mean, you
0: kinda just sound like an asshole when you mm, talk too. That's fair
1: it's... though. That's a good point. That's a good point.
0: Well, see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Jesus. I fucking Bye. quit. What I, happened? I accidentally Don't... turned into the Yoko Onal of this Beatles and I just broke up the fucking oh my God, the dude. gang. I recently Cause...
1: sorry, we're <laughs> tangent hard real quick. I recently saw the video of her um interjecting herself with when John Lennon was performing with Chuck Berry and it might be one of the funniest things I've ever fucking Whoa, seen. Whoa,
0: really? I've never, I've never seen that. So be, <laughs>
1: that's like his hero, uh, Chuck Berry to uh, John Lennon's like, yo, I fucking I mean, love that, this dude. That makes and sense, Yoko's yeah. in his band and she like, halfway through this song they're singing together, she just goes up to the mic and just like, yeah! It just makes this crazy sound in the middle of these two <laughs> fucking legends performing. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs>
0: she had to be a part of it dude
1: what a (laughs) psycho man
0: (laughs) i feel like that's like what my dog does when i'm not looking at him for more than five minutes he just goes "Ah!" yeah it was pretty (laughs) much the same (laughs)
1: sound yeah it's
0: pretty much the same thing pay attention to me look at me look at me or i'll
1: die yeah yeah that that's basically shit was great (laughs) sorry Oh, well, man. here we are. Are we talking about comics or we can talk yeah, about Nick Cage s- more? No, I mean, I, I absolutely rails out.
0: can. Already,
1: yeah, fuck rails. <laughs> we're, already a, we're already a one-legged Voltron. We got to fucking do what we can do. We I already
0: f- said in the intro, <laughs> I hate rules. There's no rules allowed. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're not even going to have a structure to the show because I hate rules so much.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Top story fuck first. It. Let's do no! this shit. No, <laughs> I wasn't oh. ready.
0: Um, I'm no. just kidding. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God diverge that much um so (laughs) i've got a book uh i have the harley quinn eat bang kill tour number one by t franklin max sarin and uh marissa luis uh so is that a game
1: you get to play about the characters in this comic
0: Ooh. i was thinking it was more like the eat pray love but i like that also eat bang kill
1: yeah we can play that game Mm -hmm.
0: i don't think i would want to eat anyone in this personally well (laughs) <laughs> i mean well, <laughs> you know what i'm saying, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah um then that's redundant
1: <laughs> poison ivy is all i'm saying
0: uh, i hear you and also that's what the book is about so okay um, perfect perfect segue so this this book is a sequel to the hbo max harley quinn cartoon the oh, r-rated it, it's cartoon. a direct sequel to it. it's a direct sequel oh that's cool um, i didn't know that. which i had not seen so I read the comic thinking like, whatever, I don't really care if it's spoilery uh, and I'll be able to... like. Because I've, I've been wanting to watch the show. It's not like I wasn't watching it for any particular reason. It's just like, never what I think about when I sit down to watch TV. Right. Um, so yeah, I was like, I'll read it so I can tell the, the customers whether you need to have watched the show or not. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler, you definitely need to have watched the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. It it's it spoils like not it like it does a really good job of giving you a recap. Uh, there's like a whole two- page spread where Harley just does the entire exposition of the entire season um, nice. but yeah, so it kind of spoils some of the bigger plot points uh, for you. so um, if you haven't watched it, I will I will do my best to not spoil too much but it's kind of hard <laughs> not to um, so, so full
1: stop disclaimer on Harley Quinn cartoon as well yeah,
0: yeah exactly <laughs> there's a spoil spoilers on the on the cartoon but if you're like me, this didn't discourage me from watching it. I still... Because, yeah. like, you know, it's a cartoon. How much spoilery do you need? You know? Like, it's yeah. not It's not like watching the fucking Wire. Like, it's still going to be It's still it's going to be awesome. Yeah, which I subsequently went b- back and watched the first episode after reading this, and it's fucking delightful. And I am going to watch the whole season. So there this convinced me to watch it. Um. So, yeah. So this takes place... Uh, the <laughs> immediate beginning of the book is Harley and Ivy... Ivy is in a wedding dress, and they are in a, a top down convertible getting chased out of Gotham, which is on fire it's just exploded Cut. um getting chased out of Gotham by like all of um Gotham pd uh with <laughs> Jim Gordon at the helm and evidently what happened was uh Harley just blew up all of Gotham uh after that's a whole, point- That's a it's a lot it's a lot. Um but it was it was after uh so, so so essentially what happens in the show is you know Harley breaks up with Joker obviously. Harley starts to fall in love with Poison Ivy, but Poison Ivy is with Kite Man. Fuck yeah, Kite Man. Um fuck yeah. Fuck yeah,
1: <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah Kite Man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. um but yeah, so th- so she's with Kite Man, but she starts to fall for Harley too and then Throughout the course of the show, it's it's uh, Poison Ivy reconciling the fact that like she doesn't trust Harley with her heart because who would? She's a fucking maniac, and uh, ultimately she's at the altar with about to marry Kite Man and decides to run away, bride his ass, and Damn. run a- Yeah, with with Harley. So poor Kite uh, Man. <laughs> poor Kite Man. Ellen um, the f in the chat for for Kite Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. But yeah, that's kinda of the whole vibe of this show, too, or this book. Like it's uh, you know, F in the chat, like For uh, Oh, Man, oh she used parademons to destroy Gotham. That's what it was. Oh, um, parademons will get there. They will they will do it. Um yeah. but it was specifically because like she got friend zoned. <laughs> so she got mad and blew it up and <laughs> great um so as they're on the run from gordon who really just wants to catch them so he can get the key to the city that's the only thing he cares about it's a really good cartoony jim gordon in this um <laughs> uh poison ivy des- decides to say like hey uh turn over there and harley's like oh, i'm sorry that's that's the uh, the edge of the turnpike and then harley just ivy just makes like a vine express it's a vine like, street expressway almost like a vine street expressway that's for you philly listeners out there <laughs> good one sean uh <laughs> um so they Jesus. escape on a on a road of vines and they let you know jim gordon drop and then almost kill him but then decide not to at the last moment um Aww. yeah it, yeah and that's it's basically like come on like, oh, don't do don't kill him and she's like oh, fine it's like <laughs> and as they're driving away like harley's like or uh, uh, Ivy's like don't say i never did anything for you asshole <laughs> just like so good uh but yeah so they they run off to uh Harley's shag pad which is literally just an abandoned mattress store uh Great that place to shag. has an entire wall dedicated to her love of Ivy hmm, uh, she's got like cute. a like a kind of, like stalkery crazy board for her uh <laughs> it's awesome uh then they're like they're watching the news and the news is about the wedding disaster and Ivy's just like, "Yeah, cool, great. Fucking cool. Yeah, everyone knows about my my personal shit and everyone knows I ran off with Harley and like so she kind of has like a meltdown. Like she's like, "Uh, what am I doing? Like why couldn't I just pretend to love Kite Man long enough that it became real? Like Harley's a mess and this is all a mess and like so she kind of has this like crisis of of uh, you know, personality." for a moment uh and then you know harley comes in to check on her and and then uh then they fuck <laughs> and it's awesome Damn. All it's right. so cute though because it's like it's like poison ivy like help me get this dress off and she's like i'll oh, fucking help you get that dress off and just like yeah it's it's so cute and also sexy um <laughs> so yeah so they uh they decide that they figure out that uh, Jim Gordon is on their 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 ass and that you know he's going to get his fucking key to the city. So the plan that they concoct is to um all so all of the the villains were in the pews for the wedding, like every single villain mm-hmm. was was there and since the cops like busted it up, they're all in Arkham now. So, Harley is like, oh, cool, we can just, like, go crash at everyone else's, like, we'll we'll just, like, go around and, like, crash at their houses, and then, you know, it'll be fine, and Poison Simon's like, is that really a good idea? And she's like, it's fine, we'll, like, water their plants and feed their animals, like, we're doing them a favor, it's fine, and... <laughs> Then Yeah, so then they uh they head to Selena Kyle's house and that's the next issue. I imagine oh. each issue is gonna be a different like party crashing scenario at a different like supervillain house. That's fantastic. It's funny. <laughs> it's so good. Um there's also uh, a really good bit of uh like Harley talking to herself in the rearview mirror as like like Har- Harleen Quinzel like Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Mm-hmm. Um which I now know from watching the show that that's a bit that she does where she talks to her more rational doctor self where she's like she's like i just want poison ivy to like open up to me and like know that she can trust me and it's fine and she's like yeah but you also can't force it and uh stop trying to fix people because you can't like it's like uh so good
2: well me to me
0: yeah exactly (laughs) 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 me to me but harley to harley Uh, yeah no it's adorable it's cute Go Watch, watch the show read the book uh it's worth your oh, time wow, there's it's,
2: there's lots of work involved in this pick. So yeah. <laughs> there's so much
0: yeah, there's homework there's a follow-up assignment got, Yeah, you got shit to do <laughs> uh. it's worth your time i promise and, and this is the selling point that i've been telling people uh in the show uh poison ivy has a pet um venus flytrap that talks oh my yeah. god i've
1: seen cl- i've seen clips of it it's just fucking hilarious do you know who
0: the voice actor is
1: i can't remember who the voice actor it's
0: jb smooth it's leon from curb your enthusiasm they have
1: some great <laughs> voice acting oh, yeah. on that like, show christopher
0: maloney is jim gordon and like what? isn't wait isn't george yeah. bader <laughs> batman uh yes yeah um yeah. and then uh what's his face alan turdick is the uh i think he's I know he's the Joker. He might also be the Riddler.
1: Yeah. Uh, King yeah, Shark is Ron uh, Funches. Yes.
0: There's <laughs> There's I haven't good, gotten to Shark King yet, but that Jim, is a good casting. Yeah, choice.
1: King Shark, I know, is in there. And then, um, like, Jim Rash does a bunch of. Like, it's kind of great. I would, like, just walk by Christina watching it. I'm like, I know those voices. And she's like, oh, Harley. Holy fuck. All these people are on this show. Like, all right. Should probably yeah. check this shit out at some point. I had to
0: IMDb some of them. Like, Alan Turdick does a really great Mark Hamill Joker impression. So I was just yeah. like, that's not Mark Hamill, but damn, that's very close to Mark Hamill. Who the fuck yeah. is that? Um, but it's really hard to mistake JB Smooth for anybody else. <laughs> that yeah, dude is yeah that's, very a, distinctive. that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, all right. What's next?
2: All right. Uh, so that's my book. It's got Black Widow number 11 by Kelly Thompson. Rafael Di Latore and Jordi Belair. Um, I think it's Latour. Latour? Yeah. Well, sorry. Here we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At us, if either of us are wrong.
2: Anyway, uh, so I don't know if I talked about last issue, but last issue was like the epic fight scene with um, the main villain that uh, Natasha's been fighting through like a lot of the second arc. Um, the Apogee guy who's like giving who was like ran a cult and was like giving people superpowers but also kind of making them melt. Um
0: Yeah, we've we've definitely talked about that guy on the show, yeah. but I don't think I don't know if we talked about the last, talk about last issue. I don't know if last
2: issue. But last yeah. issue was like the final fight, well, f- f- you know, final in quotes. But like Apogee <laughs> dies kind of and then they do the whole like well, maybe there's more you know, like, the hand from the, the vat of acid thing. Um, sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, this issue opens with uh, Yelena teaching Spider-Girl and Lucy, like, you know, just uh, running them through a sparring match. And uh, Anya's on the walls, and she's like, you gotta move faster. And it's like, well, not all of us can stick to walls. It's, it's <laughs> like, you're just jealous of my natural athleticism is like there's nothing natural about sticking the walls <laughs> and then um <laughs> that's fair and then natasha leaves um uh and she's going to go meet with a contact and uh she ends up at this guy's house he's like uh and like it like a q i guess he's got like tech i don't know
0: um he hands her Like Q from James Bond, not yeah. Q like QAnon. Oh no. <laughs> I just had a moment where I was like, what? Oh no, okay, yeah, not the same. God damn it.
2: <laughs> well, not the same. My brain
0: is broken, I'm sorry. But no, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that is true.
2: Anyway, he hands her like documents for like a new identity, I guess. I don't know, they don't really go into it that much. Um but then she starts asking him for uh information about Apogee cuz she feels like that she didn't get the whole uh like all of the puzzle with just the the last fight and um he's like you should go see the twins. That that's all that's all he says. Um That's cryptic. Yeah. And uh he's like is there anything else and she's like she kind of has a hesitant moment but then she's like you know what yeah, uh yeah um she asks him to track down her uh f- husband and son from the first arc the ones that like weren't really this is like the husband that wasn't really hers but they they were like brainwashed to be married, I don't know. Yeah, um, and then they did
0: have an actual biological child together and th- implanted memories, but it so was like-, like
2: a child that someone made for them.
0: Yeah, you know, like it was extracted
2: <laughs> from their DNA. But they went yep. missing, so she wants to track them down. Even though oh, she- I thought
0: that they went on like witness protection, I thought that was the whole deal at yeah, the I end of the first. Arc. I think
2: they're gone now, though.
0: Oh fuck! Because
2: she was like keeping tabs on them. I think. Yeah, um, that makes sense. But she like knows she shouldn't be doing that. Um and she she decides to anyway. And then uh, she gets back and uh there's like tension with Yelena because she like Yelena thinks she's keeping stuff from her, which she is. Um and then they end up at uh the wherever the twins are, which is this weird circus <laughs> kind of and they're like you should dress up because we're going. because we're uh wherever we're going is fancy and they want to be fancy or they want to be the Ikea of circuses they should make up their mind this is this weird <laughs> circus uh area and then we meet the twins and it's this this really really buff lady and this very very skinny man and <laughs> they uh they start fighting them. And then they find out that they can actually sw- share their mass. So the the other one starts becoming more buff and like takes takes the mass and it's very bizarre, but that is
0: super weird.
2: But it's <gasps> awesome. <laughs> one because it's just kind of like it leads to this really cool fight scene and two because it's
0: something i haven't seen before and it's really interesting and like i mean i'm all f- that's really hard to do in like 80 plus years of comics to do something original <laughs> like honestly i mean i'm not even trying to be sarcastic know, like, <laughs> like that's <laughs> I, like maybe it's been done before but
2: it's it's still really cool and, like i like i hope that these characters kind of like stick around um because I, I like that idea. They remind me of Zayma and Tomax from GI Joe, who are the Crimson Guard leaders, and they, they share each other's pain. Ter- it's terrible. Why would you make them an elite guard? They, conf- <laughs> they you just take out one and you take out both. It's it's a horrible <laughs> idea. That also really they're really fucking stupid. <laughs> also their names are um palindromes of each other or whatever. Nice. Or it's uh, yeah whatever it's whatever that
0: that the same backwards and forwards. Yeah no no yeah I knew what you meant.
2: The they're each other's names backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that counts. Uh, I don't know. It's whatever, it's fine. <laughs> anyway, it reminds me of them, but less dumb because they don't share each other's pain; they just share each other's mass. Um, mm. and then yeah, they so they were like, "Oh, we didn't actually want to fight you. We just, or we didn't actually, you know, want to hurt you. We just wanted a chance to fight you because we know how we, you know, fight the best because we know how strong you are." And they're like, "You know what? That's fair." Um, (laughs) so they ask them, uh, about Apogee and they tell them about this event, uh, the Golden Gate Gala, and that there's something suspicious going on and that Apogee is probably involved. And, uh, so it's like, you want us, and they ask, it's like, you want us to stop the gala? It's like, no, don't stop the gala, stop the crime that's happening in the gala. So there's something happening with that, um, gala that is going to be important so that Mm -hmm. that's kind of where they that's kind of where the widows leave off and they leave
0: marvel loves having events and galas yeah they do lately and then uh, (laughs)
2: after after the widows leave uh we get the whole like contacted by secret uh you know boss scene that the twins are actually working for someone else that there's a there's another mastermind that isn't just apogee um, Some shadow shadow figure yeah this issue was uh, great I- though i i really liked um i i've been enjoying it and i'm glad to see the momentum is like uh keeping going forward <laughs> not only with um apogee but the the new characters as well so
0: yeah, no, it rules. Um, I also have to say the preview for issue twelve in the back has some serious BDE. Well,
2: all the all the Adam Hughes covers are just so good. They're, They're so, just so stupid. good.
0: <laughs> yeah, this cover in particular for number eleven is insane with the 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 gunshot and the, yeah, the really cool. smoke turning into the cleavage. Yes, Fucking rules. Yeah, like I yeah. don't understand how that's not like a hot issue, like like speculator hot, because like why 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 isn't yeah, if not, it? If not this get... what
2: what yeah, you know? yeah
0: if not this then who
2: <laughs> what, what what are you guys even fucking doing well there's a there's this one cover uh in case people haven't seen the covers but there's like one where it's a uh, neon signs that say black widow and black widow's kind of stretched out between them it's oh yeah i think so that was like cool. the last
0: issue i think that was like 10 or possibly nine but i think it was 10 yeah, no, it was a really cool cover.
2: Yeah, all all the I mean, Adam Hughes is is great and he's just mm-hmm. been killing these covers, so Yeah, hell yeah. And the interior art also rocks, you know, not to take over <laughs> you know. <laughs> I know some people, you know, get the you get cover art and you're super jazzed and then the interiors are disappointing, but that's not the case and that's the fight scenes yeah, definitely are some the of case. the best I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, between uh, Rafael de la Tour and um, uh, Elena uh, Casagrande, yeah. it's just it's just fucking out of
1: I get that pain because I think it took me a really long time to realize that the cover artist for comics is not an any indication of what's inside. Like they not, do not special always, cover. sometimes it a is, lot of times and it's like because yeah. you I feel like a lot of people it's like oh this art looks cool let me just grab it and it's like
2: oh that's. <laughs> It's a different I've, person I've inside. Been it's, not, it's not a
1: bad thing. It's just like knowing that that's a thing in comics is definitely helpful.
2: Right? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I definitely think that's like, especially when people are first starting and there's just so much yeah. to to grasp, <laughs> like <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> you know, covers you covers are what, get duped. Covers are what draw
1: people in. So exactly, yeah. So if you have like these covers, that could be what you're coming, you know, getting drawn in for. And if it's not, like, you definitely could be disappointed. Not all the time, obviously.
0: Well, you know what they say. You know, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. I guess that's true.
2: Yeah, but, but you're supposed <laughs> to sell it by the cover. Huh? Oh, so,
0: oh God, <laughs> that's fair. That and, is true. Then you have just a bunch <laughs> of people
2: reading in your store, and <laughs> you yeah, gotta break out the broom. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! <laughs>
1: Um, All right. What else we got? Speaking of getting the fuck out of here, <laughs> let's go <laughs> right with, off into uh, space. Going to fuck it, space, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, uh, we got Primordial Number One by Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino, and Dave Stewart. Speaking of cool interiors, my god, holy Woo! shit, dude! Holy um, shit. Yeah, we've talked about Sorrentino before. Hit, uh, well,
0: Sorrentino and Lemire, specifically. and Lemire specifically,
1: just specific the art. Gideon Falls uh, was a Joker killer smile he did yep. as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember. We've talked about a bunch.
0: They, uh, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but they both did um, the Old Man Logan ongoing series together oh, and Green, yeah. Green Arrow. Just read um,
1: everything that these two do together. Uh, yeah, Green Arrow. Is, <laughs> it's, it's 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 worth your time. Yeah. <laughs> um. So okay. <laughs> like, it's nineteen sixty-one. We're we're in Cape Canaveral. This guy gets hired, so he thinks to kind of lead the next space project. And he shows up to Cape Canaveral, and the guy's like, "Yeah, we're just stripping the ship for parts." He's also like, a, it's like, he's like a big nerd. Like he was like super stoked. Yeah, he's like yeah. A, he's a PhD in electrical engineering, and the guy's like, "I guess you'll know what's important." Then he's like, <laughs> "What the
0: <laughs> fuck?" Well, he also uh, is like called the janitor immediately because he's black, and the other dude is a total racist. So that's that's fun. He just oh. love to come into a job and and get called yeah. the janitor, and, be, and then be insulted by what the job even is. Like, my god, yeah, you guys having just, a bad day.
1: Yeah, you know, it's called Project Pen Cap, which I think is great. Just. Um, he's like, yeah, that's what this is. I like, just gonna put the cat back on the paper and get the fuck out of here, guys.
0: <laughs> Which um, is about when we realize that this is an alternate history. Um, like, yeah. if if the yeah, space so- race failed, then this is where we'd be at.
1: Yeah, so I'm kind of gonna, yeah. So there's in between this, it's interspliced with some events from 1959. But I'm gonna like, so basically, they talk about the monkeys that america sent up uh during the space program and uh like uh the space dog they talk about those those events if it, yeah, this guy's very familiar with it and he finds this this um this sheet uh that was monitoring their vitals and basically was like yo i know that launch backwards and forwards like they went up and then they died at exactly this time and he's like well this thing I'm seeing." Says that their hearts started again, like eight minutes later. And he like he like later. called the guy in charge. Yeah, he called the bu- guy that hired him. Yeah, and he's like first of all, and he's like eating dinner. The, he's like, the, why are you he's talking like, to me? First of all, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, I've I found this thing, and I really this is fucking weird. Like
0: something's up with this. Um, well, and, and that's also where we find out the reason that the space race was abandoned in its entirety is because. Yeah. Those two missions went so catastrophically wrong, and they died immediately on entering, uh, you know, space, like leaving the atmosphere. So the so both Russia and America just shut down their space programs immediately. So no, no one ever went to the moon. No one ever went into space. Like
1: yeah, and they were shut down for that reason. So we're told. <laughs> So we were told. <laughs> um, so basically, this the guy they hired, they, once he brings this up, he gets his clearance revoked and is basically fired. <laughs> um, and then he gets in the car. Very easy, classic spy shit. Already someone waiting in the back of the car. is like, just fucking drive here. You're going to go here and you're going to learn everything that you need to learn about this. Because now you're going to help us out. What basically we learn is both Laika and the monkeys, when they got jumped, launched into space... They weren't, they didn't die. Um, they were taken by something and went somewhere. Yeah. And they just disappeared. That's,
0: <laughs> That's
2: not good.
0: So scary. Yeah. Like the way he explains it, he's like, yeah, uh, just having them die isn't scary enough for both of these like massive organizations, Ex- these massive yeah. governments to abandon the space race entirely. It was too important. What is enough. To have them abandon it is the sheer pants shitting fear <laughs> of
1: of something taking of something them.
0: taking both of them. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, they're like and eh, having, so
1: and much scarier. No clue. And I have I think my favorite page in this book. Uh, there's the one that's been kind of circling around with like the the big green monkey head, but like the one where they have Laika going through. It's just like this giant queue and you kind of see it see like a floating around in sputnik and going through this like portal thing and just the way it's just so incredibly done um yeah
0: yeah and andrew sorrentino is singular in his ability to do this kind of like just very surreal shit. Mi- yeah like really seeing like
1: this they went through like a portal or so, of some sort i don't I'll Wormhole, just say. i'm assuming um he draws an adorable dog yeah this at the very end his
0: his art style shifts, and it's like it's it's much more like more akin to like uh um frank quietly if if you ask me like this like at the very yeah. very end when we see the monkeys in and and, and like the
1: colors are a little bit different in those panels at the end uh yeah. so like it really highlights i think what um how they look like, yeah, so at the end we see we see the monkeys and they're just in this white void. And Leica's just there and just says hello,
2: <laughs> and is adorable as, <laughs> as dogs so do. You know, just say <laughs> hello.
0: <laughs> well, I think I like that it like like she also did like the head cock the head tilt. It's like hello,
1: speaking hello. almost like it seems like it's telepathic potentially. So yeah. there could be some power exchange or something going on here, which this wouldn't be the first comic that has Leica when they have. Uh telepathy but it's still awesome (laughs) because it's a dog that can talk to people um yeah like i'm gonna be in it's lemire i'm in no matter what
0: um but this art is did did you get to the part where they offered him a job oh yeah
1: that's the other part of this the secret clandestine organization hired this other dude to help
0: trying to figure out what the fuck happened. <laughs> um, and by secret clandestine organization, you definitely mean something to do with Russia. Because at, at one point, he's like, who do you work for? Are you with the Russians? He's like, why are you asking me such a dumb fucking question? And then tells him to go to Germany. So like, yeah. I was thinking
1: something different. What were you thinking? I was thinking we're not as small as de- uh, working for just Russia. Mm-hmm. I was thinking bigger, more global.
0: Okay. That was the way Which- I read it.
1: But I think it could go either way.
0: Which it, uh, is interesting because the vibe I got from this book is like it could be another chapter of Department of Truth. Like, it's got that vibe. It's it's
1: grabbing a little bit of everything, which is great. Yeah, um, it's much
0: more sci fi than Department of Truth, but it's like. Yeah, but like you definitely still have that the alternate the history. Ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 Alternate <laughs> history and like the clandestine organizations and the like the, the whole cons- government thing.
1: conspiracy cover up stuff. Yeah, like something's going on that these people know about, but it seems like they. Don't really know. Like they know that they were taken, but they don't know how or where. It yeah. seems like they're operating on like we just need to figure out what the fuck happened to these these uh, these animals that we yeah. shot up into space.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, well, which, you know, it's nice to know that uh, at least in this reality they didn't die. I'm, you know, yeah, they're, they're, exactly. they're all they're all good boys. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, like I just I can't
1: say enough about these these pages. Just the way. He does those, like, the... I, anyone who's read, like, the, the sequential boxes within, like, the big splash pages that he... Like, just the way he draws your I think your, you're describing draws your eye around.
0: Uh, right. the layout of comic books. Yeah. How artwork... No, I'm just kidding. No, just, yeah. like, the, he... There really, it's no way to there's no way to describe. Like it, so, <laughs> you know what
1: they he draws it in such a way he takes your he he leads you where you want to go and it's just this in, these incredible mashes that are mazes around the page. Like it's awesome, yeah. especially when you're talking about these high concept things. It just kind of adds that level. Yeah, of Yeah, I think that's surreal. another
0: another reason it's similar because um, Martin Simmons and um, yeah and, and uh, Andrea Sorrentino are both so good at like. <laughs> Drawing everything while drawing nothing. <laughs> you know, it's like it right. doesn't have like it's art that can't really it's like stories that can't really be told with sequential art. So a a big splash page that's like really conceptual and abstract, like is the only thing that would work there.
1: Yeah, and it so, adds and I think pairing with adds, these pairing yeah. it with these stories, like it just kind of enhances it in such a great way.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like dynamite pairing, obviously, like can't not f- read this book and it was oh you know, it's number one i'm i'm in i'm intrigued i want to know why these animals are in some white void in space somewhere <laughs> <laughs> like i i want to know what's going on so um Hell yeah definitely grabbing t- number two for sure um oh cool yeah because cool. <laughs> i can't shout outs because i can't not talk about lemire twice i'm going to talk about (laughs) the book that he put out last week because we were off but it's worth mentioning um may's book number one this is an again i don't know how this dude finds time but this is his he wrote and is drawing this one so it's he's actually uh so he got his style back and in classic lemire uh original fashion um
0: emotionally devastating
1: yeah, this dude, yep. It's emotionally <sighs> devastating. Uh, he is... This man is clearly dead inside. Um, and it's terrible. Uh, and that's <laughs> what most of the first issues is about. Um, we kind of just get a walk through this dude's life. And at the end, it, there's a call to him to go find um, his daughter in some fashion. Um we, I don't know how or where, Um, but again, same thing. The art, I, I love Lemire's actual style because he has a, obviously he's he writes and draws it, but he has a, a great way of telling a lot of, the story just from drawing a couple panels. Yeah, a certain his, way. his his
0: visual storytelling is also incredibly compelling in a very yeah. different way than Andrea Sorrentino.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're and they're both great. So this, I'm excited for this. Any, again, Lemire original, I'm going to be on board. But this was a great first issue, too. A little beefier boy, too, which is always good for a number Mm -hmm. one. I always Mm like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, check that out if you missed it last week.
0: All right. Well, I've got a shout-out as well from this week. Um, Time Time Before Time number 5 by Declan Shalvey, Rory McConville, Joe Palmer, and Chris O'Halloran. Um, I don't know if we talked about the last issue. Uh, but this there's, book's some, wild, man. there's some there's some timey wimey bullshit going on. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I could truly nope. do it justice by doing a, a breakdown, but it is continuing to be awesome. Um, I think there's like a one of those classic time travel moments in this is- issue where like something that the main character does affects somebody that we saw in the first issue. You know, like that whole fun stuff, uh, cyclical stuff.
1: Um, Always good when you have your characters Tie up time loops from five issues ago
0: Yeah, it's It's always good
1: when that happens It's like, oh
0: (laughs) shit (laughs) But also, oh shit It's like, oh Uh, yeah, that's not great Yeah, it's not great But um, it's a good wrap up to that first arc Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes next So, Mm -hmm. digging it Well, speaking of time adventures (laughs) Woo! Look at that Timey whining Look how we did
2: it Uh, (laughs) Oh shit (laughs) I didn't
0: even mean to do that Speaking of closing time loops Holy
2: shit (laughs) <laughs> uh my shout out is Kang the Conqueror number two by Jackson Lansing, Colleen Kelly, Carlos Magno and Espen Gruden Um so this issue f- uh continues Kang's adventure going through like the different periods of Kang. Um <laughs> Kang's Greatest Hits. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this is a really good, like, I haven't read too much with Kang. I've read, like, bits and pieces here and there. Uh, and this is a great, like, greatest hits of Kang. This is like... In-
2: inject <laughs> Kang this right is into like your veins. Kang, who is one of the most complicated characters in comic books, condensed <clears throat> down into one story.
0: Yeah, it's like distilled. Distilled Kang, like- <laughs> yeah, because um, you
2: kind of need it because it's fucking crazy. So this yeah. issue takes place in Ramatut's era, where he was a Egyptian pharaoh, and uh, this issue is like the first in that he um, he f- has to find, you know, has to defy Kang and uh, try not to become Kang, and mm-hmm. he meets another. Girl and she also gets eviscerated again by Kang. Sure <laughs> does. But this one is Moon Knight and it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ra- so cool. Ravona who is like a main Kang character and also was in the-, the Loki show. Um so she's also like a time lady. But she was Moon Knight during this time period and she gets time lady? just eviscerated. Wait,
0: which one was she in the in the Loki she's show? She's the
2: leader of the of the of the organization. Oh no shit!
0: I don't re- I didn't remember her name. Well they have the that's same a nice name little tie-in. Than- yeah, that's I mean that makes sense. Yeah. That's a nice little tie-in.
2: Although seeing her as Moon Knight, I was like, I don't know what's happening, but it's awesome. There's like <laughs> so many so many pages in this book are like double page war spreads of like Egyptians on tech plat like hover platforms with yeah, it's guns. Crazy. It's so yeah. cool.
0: It's yeah, it's fucking bonkers. But also, and yeah, like <laughs> the uh
2: the so it goes into like the whole um there was this Fantastic Four storyline where Fantastic Four got transported back to Egypt to fight Ramatut and that is in here. But the ending is uh main character Kang going to fucking Apocalypse on a throne. Mm-hmm. Going, <laughs> yep. I will it was like I will help you destroy Kang, and then the narration is like, "I will become his apocalypse." And it's like, yup. "God damn, that is so cool!" <laughs> yeah, because they have a splash page of
1: him fighting apocalypse too, and it's awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, the
0: yeah it's like it's yeah, a whole fucking thing. Yeah, a like of
1: demons and shit fighting becomes like, like the shit. main
0: character Kang becomes Iron Lad in the issue. So it's right, just, man, there, it's so yeah, cool. he
2: makes the Iron Lad suit somehow.
0: Yeah, there's like just crazy. Uh, there's
2: this miniseries from 2000s that uh talks about the origin of apocalypse and in that Ramatut and fantastic four appear so it's cool that this like there's this like consistent like time period in marvel universe where it's just like ancient Mm -hmm. egypt but also apocalypse and kang are there but but then the fantastic four are also there (laughs) oh boy (laughs) it's so much fun i i love it yeah it's it's
1: yeah, but it's good, like, like, I don't know a ton about Kang, but you are learning right, yeah.
0: the the, history, the yeah. whole
2: history while doing this, yeah, which is you great. You don't need
0: to know he's, anything about it. It's, it's a really, really cool a
2: character, down. and they're doing a really good job of uh, portraying him. Um, I like the, the fact that, you know, the main character is kind of like a hero version, and he's the, you know, yeah. the Young Avengers character, but definitely, like, it's an interesting dynamic to have this person... So, like, there's, like, eight different iterations of him, but one is so set against trying to become what all of the rest pretty much are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, it's fucking great. All right, y'all want to do a top story? Let's do it. Well, we have our work cut out for us on this one, because I don't know... I feel like it's, it's such... It's so unfortunate, We like, every time we've taken a break, there's been an issue of wind, so we've really been fucking up. Um... So, I don't remember what the last issue we was, was that we talked about on the show. It's been a minute. So, so I'm just going to do a quick recap th- it of, was, the, of this uh, story arc. It
2: was two issues ago.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, in this story arc...
1: It. I think they had made it to... Because the... I talked
2: about the, the, the fairy lady.
1: Okay, yeah, and, we... and
0: her telling like the, the mythology yes, we, of, Yeah, we, did we talked okay. about the myth.
1: We definitely did. Okay, so did. we did that.
0: Perfect. All right. So, in the last issue... Vampires. Um, and War. Man. Vampires invaded, yeah. Uh, ba- basically, Yorick's dad uh, um, signed a treaty with the vampires, which, like, uh, breaks the treaty that they've had with the fairies for, like, a millennia or whatever. Like a, like, a considerably long amount of time. And um, <coughs> the vampires invade. They pretend... To be humans they they use like human tools to make it look like the humans destroyed yeah. um the fairy like like the ancient yeah like, they're magic playing trees. them against each other exactly sneaky jerks very yeah sneaky. so the
1: fairies think the humans did it, so they go take it out so the vampires can just have a
0: town because
2: yeah, the fairies yep. are like there's no vampires here what are you talking about yeah,
0: yeah. And yeah. and they were already like not inclined to help Yorick and Duke and like all those exactly. you know, all the this humans didn't like they, they were they were already saying, "Get the fuck I, out of our town, and now yeah. they're real man. I just I love um, that
2: I don't. It, I don't know if it's this issue, but there's this like wind needed to like go take a break. And he like ended up on the this branch with this oh, old yeah. lady who's like, oh, it's a sweet old lady. And she's like, oh, you're you're a winged one. You're going to uh, let me see your wings. And he like shows her wings. like, Oh, you're going to help us kill all the humans and vampires. I'm like, oh, OK. The <laughs> wind's like, what? I need that to got- go. Maybe not. I became real genocidal <laughs> real fast. I don't, don't want to well, talk to you. I'm gonna go over, Enjoy gonna go over here. Enjoy your branch. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave.
0: Yeah. So that that was last issue because we, we have a really cool like a really really sad moment in the last issue that leads to a cool moment in the in the current one. In the last issue, um I can't remember his sister's name. Um win Sister. I'll I'll find it in the issue. Uh Win Sister basically is just like yo, like, why are we, like, let's just go. Like, let's, let's like, get out of here because we're not, like, we're putting our lives at risk for no reason because they're the ones that are, like, caught up in all this, like, political stuff. And, uh, Wynn's like, no, but, like, these are our friends and, like, Thorn is here and he's, like, he's hurt and she's like, you don't even know Thorn. Like, the only way you know him is this, like, imaginary person that you've made up in your head. Um, and then we find out that, like, yeah, he's the only way that he knows him is—is he—he couldn't really hang out with people because he was afraid of people seeing his pointed deer, So he would just sit up on the top of the city and watch everyone go about their day. Yeah, he would
1: just watch him garden.
0: Yeah, and and go for runs. And he had this whole like like fan fiction in his head about, like, coming out to him and, like, he was he was the first person that he came out to before his sister and his mom and, like, you know, first, like, he, he told him that he was magic and he had this whole, like, imaginary story where, like, Thorn gave him, a, like, a magic flower that cured him of his magic and, like, they could live together and be happy. And, yeah, it's just, like, as a super lonely introvert kid who had a lot of imaginary made-up stories going on, hard relate, tragic relate um (laughs) so yeah that's that's when he he like gets out of there is because he needs to get some air because he's depressed um and that's when he runs into the, the racist lady um so that issue after um the tree gets cut down uh thorn is is um trapped in the rubble he ain't doing too good. He ain't doing too good. The vampires capture Yorick and um, the Dragonfly Lady's daughter. Yeah, um, the princess. The princess. Right? Yeah. Um, is she a princess though? She's just the daughter of a um, a political extremist. I don't think that. Her no, mom she's had the daughter
1: actually... of the like of the person in charge.
0: I don't think so. Her mom was. Her mom's the I don't the know, one that um wanted yeah she her mom's the dragonfly lady that died saving the everybody when they she was like flying them across the ocean,
1: Oh, I just thought she was also royalty, but maybe i'm wrong. I, no, I'm pretty I sure th- she's
0: not related to that dude th- I thought I don't know, yeah, she's not related to that dude because they're like your mother had all of these bullshit ideas, and you're just to have the same bad ideas and she talks yeah, about but she like, makes
1: a point of like talking about like. I definitely know what it's like to be the child of a of the ruling yeah, yeah. class and what's expected yeah. of me. So she's part of the ruling. Esheron well, yeah, class, because because right. her, her mom
0: was the political extremist yeah. who was like fighting for a united Israel. Um. So yeah. So the the vampires uh, capture them too. The other ones are captured by the fairies who think that the humans did it. So they're like, well. I don't know where all of them are, but take take these three and throw them in the dungeon, and we'll deal with them later. Um, and Wind is stabbed by the head vampire lady. Um, so the last Zada. issue, issue, yeah, issue nine ends with, we think Wind is dead, and we think Thorn is dead, and I'm just like, I can't take all of this fucking emotion! <laughs> so, we get some catharsis in this issue, um, number ten, uh, yeah, so so this is where we get the real like, like oh yeah, okay, you humans did it, you know that whole thing. Um, then we get wind waking up in what I can only describe as a perch, like a nest in a perch. Um, and it's those the those creatures that have been falling Dude. around those like black winged these things are cat dope. Birds. They are dope. They're fucking um, dope. Also, I think they used to be people because there's a photo of like a, a man and a woman, like human. Well, he's in
1: someone's home of some fashion but maybe yeah to be it people- was a
0: home that had like a like the roof is like caved out i like, think it, like- they may
1: be winged ones as well
0: yeah i think it, i think his parents turned into winged ones or his parents were winged ones but that he's, turned he's, into humans
1: he is also a winged one for sure yes
0: yes absolutely i think so, these
1: are some kind of maybe some form of that as we kind of
0: Yeah. see yeah well yeah so so these two uh are silent and they don't say anything and he's he's concerned for his life obviously and then they take this like adorable little like chibi baby from the like,
1: forest that no one wants to touch
0: yeah because it's just pure magic so he's just like don't and they like use that to to not only heal his wound but transform him into like a were creature yeah they like he goes fucking full on
1: giving wicked one freaking mario mushroom bullshit just turn ridiculous. (laughs) i don't want to say super saiyan but also like super saiyan it's like an anime actually no it's like when he fucking it's like when uh it's not a super saiyan it's when he sees the moon he still has his tail that's what happens (laughs) kind of
2: yeah
1: so we had some technical difficulties right in the middle of that sentence by casey um Her computer died, so we're gonna try to
2: finish this up just RJ and I as best we she can. She just quit, so I think, you know? She just had enough, and that was it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm done. It's too late. It's my bedtime. I'm out. Too much comics? Oh. Too much. But we, we're gonna try oh. to persevere. Oh so Lord. I believe she was talking about um, Yorick and the fairy person um, daughter kind of having this conversation in the in their prison transport basically. Um and basically is just talking about like York's like freaking out. Like he just wanted to escape. He didn't really want to do this. And she's like, look, I I I fucking get it. Like my mom is an extremist. I I know where you're at, but like running away from their problems isn't gonna do anything. Like you need to just kinda stand up and do what you think is right. And
2: she she kind of tells him that like what he was planning to do wasn't going to completely work anyway. Right. And uh, exactly. it's this kind of like moment for York that we really, that we finally get to like kind of peel back the the mask and see, you know, just how scared he is and like the, his true self. Yeah, he's
1: just a scared kid. Yeah. Like he was trying to find a loophole to, re- uh, to repeal the blood laws in Pipetown by basically putting his uncle in charge because per Pipetown law, the son of the king, whoever takes over, has to um, uphold all of those laws, and he doesn't want to. And she, she's basically just like, so you want to repeal it anyway, why don't you just do it yourself, man? <laughs> like, you <laughs> know, like, just kind of, they're still gonna hate you, they hate you already, but like, just do the, if you think this is right, just do the right thing. Uh, yeah, and like you said, he just kind of has this moment, it's just like, maybe okay maybe i'll do this like this is maybe the right thing the way to do it um then as we do that we have the vampires transporting them and then out of nowhere these creatures that we've been seeing following wind show up and attack the transport um and they're like not sure what's going on they kind of look they don't know what. None. Of, no one recognizes these creatures, and they're just attacking everything. And then there's this like one little panel where it just says nobody else dies, and like is blue, kind of scratchy font. And it pans over to wind, like kind of like transformed into this. Oh man. <clears throat> partially these creatures, but it's still very much. You could still tell that it's wind. Such a badass. Yeah, and like it's a this this big splash page is crazy it's kind of like what and we've kind of been seeing glimpses of it in his nightmares like this is what he's been seeing um and then he just he gets cut and is bleeding blue but just kind of is able to like heal himself cause he's just freaking amped <laughs> um and ends up attacking this the vampire woman kind of kind of driving them all off and defeating them um he like after she cuts him he like gets more powerful, like, it transforms even more, and has, like, fur and feathers all over him, and he's just, like, this beast, and just kind of just beats the hell out of her. Um, and she's like, uh, yeah, we have to go, like, we have to go, because we're gonna get murdered by this creature if we don't leave right now. Um, and luckily Wind isn't too kind of, like, monstered out that once they are able to he kind of recognizes Yorick and them, but then the creatures kind of like pin him down and pull the the little glowy, um, I don't know what to call these little guys. I forget what they're yeah, called. Yeah, I forget
2: what they're called too.
1: But they kind of, they pull him out. They basically pull it out of him and he goes back to just being Wynn and he like just flies off into the forest. These like little sprite things. Yep. Um, and then the other, you know, and you know, that's when I think the fairy daughter recognized them as like, um, as winged ones. Specifically, the the two creatures, and they fly off and recognizes, yeah. um, as wind as being a winged one of, of legend. Um, so essentially after that, they go back to Thorn, who's dying with Oakley and the cousin's assistant. I can't remember their name, but Mm. they're trying to figure out how the hell they're going to get out of here and then wind and everyone shows up and he does the same kind of thing that the winged ones did he takes a little piece a little sprite magic and puts it into thorn and he immediately wakes up well there you go and he's got like this like green magic hair too which is kind of yeah nice. he became pretty, pretty dope like a,
2: like a gardener just, yeah he's exactly. a plant man
1: now yeah, he's unlocked his uh, magic. He's in t- he's uh, attached to the green now, yep. so we're, we're good <laughs> to go. Um, and then you tell him Wind saved his life, and then we had this this moment where uh, Wind just goes for it, and he, he, he finally does. kisses Thorn. And they both seem to be they both seem to be really happy for it. And I'm happy for both of them. They finally Thorn seemed like uh, he always liked Wind, and Wind just always had this huge crush on him, obviously, and he. He finally went for it, and they—it was a very cute moment.
2: Yeah. Plus, it's like you know what a big win. Thorn's not—not not only is he not dead, it's like finally we get the moment we've all yeah. been waiting for.
1: Yeah, he's not. They're, neither of them are dead, <laughs> and now they're together in the span of an issue, and it's um, it's nice. It's it's good to see that after the last issue. Um, and immediately, Oakley's like, "Oh, uh, we got shit to do. <laughs> enough right now. We can like, we like, we no, can no figure more this out later. It's like, all right." <laughs> Um and then eventually at that point they decide to go to the capital to meet up with York's uncle again to to really figure out what's going on to defeat the vampires, let him know what's going on so they can protect Pipe Town. But at, the, at this point the 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 vampire woman, uh can't, Zedra can't always forget her name, Zedra has like wins magic blood and she's like, yo, I got some we're gonna get our people our wings back. They're really So she's fig- really into that blood. Yeah, they're really into that blood, and there's some vampire overlord that we meet, and they're now they have some plan to get their wings back based off of this. So So
2: the one thing I found interesting was I don't know if um the vampire lord is Zedra's father, but I feel like Zedra is the there's this kind of triarch between um yeah. her, York, and the the fairy daughter that they're these uh kind of like um prodigy of uh political leaders and kind of and obviously um the two that aren't the vampires want to like you know be better and buck against and like well i guess like the the fairy daughter her mother was an extremist so she wants to like follow in the footsteps but there's this like interesting uh pattern with the three of them they all kind of uh Th- they're like the next generation of the three great armies, and yeah, um, I think that's what they're setting up for sure. Yeah, because uh, and they're on a similar journey. Zedra has this conversation with a skull um, about her brother, and uh, it's like wanting to start a war that they've always dreamed about. Um, so there's there's like uh, lineage even in in Zedra's story as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I. It's definitely a good thread to pull because they're all kind of working towards the same thing to just kind of make their particular kingdoms. Yeah. Prosper in the way they think, but a lot of them have
2: are working against each other in different ways. This issue was so good. I, I know it's yeah, it was a great been, issue. It's been optioned right for a show or something. Maybe.
1: Uh I'm not sure, but if it is i don't know i could awesome. e-
2: either way i could easily see it being um adapted because it it's so cinematic the last two issues felt like a huge like a huge movie playing out and uh it's it's just so Absolutely. good yeah the
1: the 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 action sequences in the last couple issues the transformation of wind and stuff yeah yeah be a very cool uh reveal. Um and like I said it's a very cinematic moment. Um yeah, this is a great issue. Uh I love I I love Uh I, I think they're going on another break. I think this is the end of the arc. Uh yeah, it says so, uh, book 3 end of part two. in part
2: 2022, so damn. So we don't have to wait
1: too long, hopefully. But yeah, another <laughs> great great arc of uh, of this. So I'm looking forward to it again, but what a great cap to this these few issues. Definitely. Alright. Well, that was our stories. Now, what's coming out today? What have we got? A whole bunch of stuff. Looks like we got Batman and Nightwing, so that's a good week. Oh boy, X-Men. Moon Knight. Okay. Always good. uh, Last Ronin, so
2: we got Adam's pick. Batman the Detective and Superman Son of Kal-El. Oh, the death okay. of Doctor Strange. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, another episode of uh, Onslaught Revelation. That's the so- uh, final issue to Way of X. Yeah. Okay. More Stillwater, g- finally. Still.
1: Oh, yeah. That's been on break for a little bit, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah.
2: Miracle Molly has a one shot.
1: Okay. Eat the Rich, number two. Oh. Talked about that a bit.
2: Aquaman The Becoming We've, looked really good. you say that good. new Aquaman? Yeah.
1: Number one's coming out, yeah. More vinyl. <laughs> I know that Texas Blood, Black Hammer, Visions. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be a good week. I think this... Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good week. So, yeah. So, that'll be these this week's books. Um... So again, join us again. Thank you for listening. Join us again next week. Um, I know we started with four <laughs> hosts normally and now we're down to two this at the just end of this keep sucker. Dropping. Um But thank you. Um, please, if you haven't already, go join our Patreon and you can come chat with us on the Discord. Um, it's a great time. We talk about comics. and You can see live shots of Adam putting comics in Sam. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, and you can talk with all the other hosts of, of Dueling Genre. Yeah, we actually have four um, members
2: in the Discord, unlike this show right now. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so you can come talk to all of us at once. Uh, you can talk to the guys over at Franchiseography. They just ran through all of the X-Men movies. Um, kind of talk about Dueling Genre versus Patreon episodes. Uh, I think they're wrapping up Avatar The Last Air- Airbender. So tons of great stuff over there. So go check it out. Um, again, thank you, everybody, um, for my, son, for me and RJ, <laughs> um, just kidding, and Adam and Casey, this has been Tales for the Shortbox. goodbye, everybody.